I live for contradicting myself. I think that's the premise of what this whole podcast was built on. You see, I'll go back, I'll listen to episodes. And the greatest thing about listening to episodes is I get to see how my thoughts differed in different periods of my life. It's been around three years going on. And I like to weave episodes in here and there. You know, one of my biggest thoughts, um, you know, one cool thing was I called this whole OnlyFans thing. I, I really did. And I have it on wax. I have it on proof that I called people in the sex industry. We're going to make own their own videos and start getting paid for. It, it was just too obvious. I seen that coming. And then regular people would start slipping into OnlyFans and these monetizable digital sex platforms, they would start slipping in that avenue um, soon. And it happened. I'm not Nostradamus. I think it was just obvious. However, the things that I love to see is my evolution on ideas. Another one, real estate. First, looking into real estate, I didn't understand it. You're locking into yourself into these long-term you know, long-term investment. You don't have any flexibility, at least not like stocks. Stocks, you have so much flexibility, right? But now I'm really interested in real estate because of the leverage. However, one of the biggest things that I've shifted my thought process on as I approach 30 is what I think the most obvious, easiest way to create generational wealth Probably there is. Honestly, I I don't know a better way to create generational wealth than this. It's just so obvious, realistically. Want to know what it is? Hi, this is Fly Sweet. This is Uneducated Investor Podcast. Podcast where we connect investing to business. Actually, investing to pop culture. You know, we see what's happening in pop culture. We connect investing to it. If you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe to it. Hit that automatic download feature because it really helps the podcast it helps the algorithm hit it on itunes stitcher hit it on all of them if you own all the podcast apps it really helps the podcast thank you guys for listening and let's get better investing together it's it's just so obvious the best generational wealth feature and i i didn't i was so skeptical on this before but now i've come full circle It sucks because I didn't put it on wax how skeptical I was of it before. But now, honestly, I've grown completely. I've turned completely around the subject. And that is life insurance. Now, life insurance to the older folks, it makes a lot of sense. But to the younger folks who've never really thought about it, let me spell out why life insurance makes so much sense. People are always talking about giving their grandchildren's children children's rich, leaving a legacy can someone can sit on, right? If you die tomorrow or 30 or 40 years from now, life insurance guarantees there will be a payout of 100K, 250K, 500k, even a million dollars, depending on how much money you decide to pay every month for life or for a set amount of period. It's guaranteed wealth creation. 
And when you do the math, it's kind of like half of that amount that goes towards it. It's, it's really remarkable. Now, for the life insurance noobs out there, um, you know, I started looking into this. I started looking into some couple companies. I don't have it yet, but I started looking into it and I made a couple calls to these people. It's really an interesting world. There's three different life insurances. There's the first one term where you you're insured for a certain term, like 10 or 20 years. There's whole life where it's like you pay it. It's a permanent life insurance and you pay this amount and they basically like, you know, you pay this amount, you get dividends on it. The dividends go towards your life insurance. It's whatever. But the one I want to talk about today is universal because I think this one is a fantastic product. So right now I'm looking into this one. It's basically $58 per month. I'm 28, so maybe that's lower or higher depending on your age. $58 per month. For the rest of my life, I pay that. And I get a 100K payout if I die. Now, the reason I was so down on life insurance before, because I'm like, if I die, does anything really matter? I mean, I'm dead. Like, cool, you know, maybe I want to sleep on, you know, like, you no, know, my wife and kids are cool. But like, if you're a little cynical like me, I mean, I'm dead. Who cares? I'm chilling. I'm having them playing Fortnite with my bros in heaven or something like that. I don't really care what happens after that, you know? However, the beauty of life insurance especially this universal permanent plan life insurance. Once you put in that $58 a month, you get access to another tax deferred account. So specifically in Canada, we have two tax deferred accounts, two main ones, I should say. The RRSP, which is similar to the 401k. This one lets you defer before tax dollars and the TFSA account, which lets you avoid taxes on after tax dollars. It doesn't even defer them and avoids them completely. Now with life insurance, what's cool about it is once you're already paying life insurance, you can pay a surplus amount and then the life insurance company will invest that amount on your behalf. So if my life insurance is $58 and I put in $100, they'll invest the extra $40 I put in per month on my behalf. And what's cool about that amount is not only does that go towards the payout in the future, but I can actually withdraw that surplus amount. So. If you're limited, if you're, you know, the TFSA account in Canada, similar to the Roth IRA in America, if you're limited in your $6,000 you can put to your Roth IRA and you have your, you know, your 401k or whatever, you're, you're kind of maxing out that too. All of a sudden, here's another tax deferred vehicle that you can use so you don't have to pay capital gains. And what's insane about it, too, is like when you start early, that extra $40 a month or $500 a year, I mean, that adds up to something delicious near the end. I mean, it doesn't seem like it, honestly, or maybe it maybe really doesn't. Honestly, it probably adds up to around another additional 100 or 200K by the time you're 60 or 70. 
but that's still an extra 200k by the time you're 60 or 70 this is essentially another retirement account and because you have life insurance if something happens to you early you're covered and you don't have to feel bad about spending all your money when you're 60 or 70 like you don't need to leave anything to your children you got your life insurance to cover that i mean it's guaranteed generational wealth like like there is a guaranteed payout unless they care aging you're basically guaranteed the life insurance companies guaranteeing they're going to pay 100k to your kids or your wife I was super against life insurance before. I'm just like, if I'm die, whatever. But now I think this is like almost like a no brainer, not just for the payout, but for the tax benefits, especially the fact that I can take loans against it and borrow my cash value amount in a loan and not even have to pay those deferred taxes in the first place essentially it works out to this if you withdraw from the account you have to pay taxes for around 30 percent, or you pay a loan which right now what is the interest rate like 1.5 2 percent 3 percent if you're in some states um it's it's nothing right what will it be at 40 years from now who knows but i just know now interest rates are low maybe they'll be higher in the future but i don't think they're gonna be 30 percent in the future i mean it's just a no-brainer. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because uneducated investors they never stop learning. Let me know if you've thought about life insurance. Do I sound like an idiot that just learned about how insanely beneficial it is? Or is this just a young person thing that happens? Let me know. It's at FlyStu on Twitter. And we, Flight Crew, have to take off. Mm-hmm.